Bruce Gordon, a USAF pilot who flew the F-86, F-100, F-102, and F-106 with 132 missions in Vietnam. I'm 88 years old, but I remember when the USAF was born in 1947. The USAF's 75th anniversary marked the birth of air power as a separate branch of warfare, independent of its traditional ties to terrestrial forces. The Army always wants to see the planes over them, attacking the forces in front of them. Close air support, but that's not the most efficient use of air power. Air Force thought is much closer to the Navy's thought, thinking worldwide in the air ocean. Global reach, global power was our motto. We formed squadrons as the Navy's did. We were taught the ideas of Admiral Alfred Thayer Mahan's book, The Influence of Sea Power Upon History. The new Air Force would deal in the air ocean while the Navy dealt with the surface and below the surface of the oceans. Aircraft carriers were like floating air bases, but smaller. The Air Force would be build bigger planes and operate from larger bases, but the strategic idea was similar. Worldwide, strategic thinking affected the design of U.S. Air Force aircraft and distinguishes us from other nations' air forces. We built tankers to extend the range of our fighters and bombers. Other nations protected the perimeters of their countries and provided support for their troops. The Air Force thought globally of choke points and transportation systems far from the front. The 75th anniversary of the Air Force meant the breaking of the ties to ground commanders and flying our squadrons into the air ocean. This is Bill Moran, retired Air Force Colonel. My best Air Force moment, other than graduating from UPT, and flying the B-1 B time to climb world records was at the end of POW training at Fairchild Air Force Base. Called out in early morning from the concrete igloos, tired, hungry, and dirty, we were put in line formation facing west. From attention, we were called to about face. As we began to turn to the east, the sun broke through the horizon, the national anthem began, and the American flag rose up the flagpole. Teary-eyed, as I was sure so many were, I was so proud to serve my country and the United States Air Force. Hey, this is Lieutenant Colonel Retired David Kern, call sign Pivot. And on this 75th birthday of the U.S. Air Force, my thoughts about the Air Force are of personal courage, patriotism, and leveraging innovation to win. Humans don't naturally fly, and aviation is dangerous, but we follow in the disruptive footsteps of Billy Mitchell, Jimmy Doolittle, Chuck Yeager, and Robin Olds. I consider that a part of my identity will always be a U.S. Air Force Airman. I want to wish the U.S. Air Force and every Airman a very happy 75th birthday. This is Ken Katz, Episode 65 guest and occasional guest host of the Fighter Pilot Podcast. If the pattern that preceded World Wars I and II had continued into the Cold War, the Cold War would have eventually brought forth a third world war, which in the era of nuclear weapons would have been a horror beyond imagination. The men and women of the U.S. Air Force can take some of the credit for creating a deterrent force which kept the peace during the Cold War and literally 
saved humanity. On its 75th anniversary, I believe that is the U.S. Air Force's most important achievement. Hey, Jello, it's Eileen Bjorkman. I think what makes the United States Air Force so great is the people. It's hundreds of thousands of military members, civilians, and contractors all committed to a higher calling and to living the Air Force core values every day. Integrity first, service to yourself, and excellence in all we do. If we didn't have those values, the fact that we have the best equipment in the world wouldn't do us much good. Hey, Jello, Rob's on here. Just leaving a couple of thoughts on the Air Force uh, turning 75. Just the blessing that I had to uh, be born when I did in 1959 to see the Air Force as it started to mature, getting to know the guys of the 50s, 60s, and 70s as I was going through pilot training and uh, being influenced by them, being able to fly the finest that America could produce in the 80s and 90s. I'd really like to give a shout out to all the fabulous people that supported my efforts to get into an airplane and go off and fly into fight. All the maintainers, all the munitions guys, all the uh, intel gals, everybody who had a hand in all that. I hope today's airmen are having as much fun as I had. And I hope that they also look to the past and get lessons from the warriors and leaders and men who led the Air Force during those times. So I wish the best to uh, all the men and women of the Air Force in year 75 there. Take care. Hey, everyone. It's Boat calling in to celebrate my U.S. Air Force's diamond anniversary. As a member of the Air Force for the last 19 years, I'm so proud to have been a part of a legacy and heritage that includes the caliber of guests like Bud Anderson and John Morrissey. It's been an amazing ride, and I look forward to what the next 75 years has in store. Happy birthday, Air Force. Hey, everyone. It's Major Courtney Voodoo Vick here to answer what the Air Force means to me. I'm the daughter of a fighter pilot, so you could say I was born into the Air Force. But I chose to continue the legacy by becoming an Air Force pilot myself. Flying the C-17 has allowed me the privilege of serving this country by airdropping humanitarian relief, inspiring the next generation through air shows, we're even evacuating over 124,000 Afghans last year. The Air Force represents family to me, whether it be honoring my own or protecting yours. Hey, Fighter Pilot Podcast. It's Cinco Colinda. Wish the Air Force happy 75 years. My great-grandfather was one of the first pilots in the world, and it's remarkable to think back to how his Army Air Corps of that day has become the Air Force which has helped shape the world. And for me, the Air Force represents balance, like an equilibrium, so true for aircraft and flight, like balancing aerodynamic forces, but also balancing power. The rage of flying in Mach 2, missiles, bombs loaded on my wings, balanced with the Berlin airlift and deterrence and how we've countered enemies to democracy over the years. The Air Force also represents the family. It's the best people, serving something much greater than themselves for the sake of humanity. And it has just been an honor privilege to be able to serve America in this fashion. So happy birthday, Air Force. Here's to another wonderful 75 years. This is uh, Tack Turner, uh, Air Force test pilot and a uh, previous interviewee on the Strike Eagle episode. Just calling in today just to uh, wish the Air Force happy birthday. I really appreciate serving for almost 20 years in the Air Force and just appreciate the asymmetry we've always brought to the fight, whether it's nuke weapons or stealth or precision-guided weapons or long-range space. We're always pushing the edge of the envelope, always the best technology, and everybody that's in the Air Force it takes to bring that to bear and provide that asymmetry to the fight. So to the service, the tech, the warfighter, and that asymmetry, I wish you happy birthday. 
Fighter pilot podcast friends, it's Buck from episode 80 of the AC-130 gunship. When thinking about the importance of the United States Air Force, I'm reminded of two quotes from history. The first was from General Dwight Eisenhower, who was standing on the shores of Normandy in 1944, shortly after the D-Day invasion, when he remarked, without air supremacy, I wouldn't be here. The second quote is from Herman Watt, but if the Air Force necessarily represented the product of a long tradition of air power thought and activity, it had nevertheless purchased its birthright with the blood and sacrifice of innumerable air and ground crews in combat around the world. To all my fellow airmen, past and present, thank you for your service, and God bless the United States Air Force. Mike, T-Day, it's a real day, uh, Colonel retired from the Air Force. Since all the post-World War II conflicts, U.S. ground forces have had the benefit of not having enemy air dropping bombs on them while conducting their operations. This is a luxury our country's enemies envy and that has been achieved due to the skill and sacrifice of United States Air Force airmen. This dominance did not happen overnight, and it has been forged in fire over battlefields in Southeast and Southwest Asia, Europe, Africa, and the Middle East. As we reach the 75th anniversary of the United States Air Force's birth, we must acknowledge above all, all those individuals whose advocacy, promotion, and sacrifice, at times at the expense of their careers, for the improvement of air power. Today's airmen stand on the shoulders of giants, men like Julio Duhay, Brigadier General Billy Mitchell, the Tuskegee Airmen, General Jimmy Doolittle, General Curtis LeMay, Brigadier General Robin Olds, and Colonel John Boyd. I had the privilege to serve in this organization for 30 years and learned that change is constant and must be embraced in order to remain successful. For in the conflict of arms, there is no second place. Happy 75th birthday, United States Air Force. Long may you continue to fly, fight, and win.